You're listening to your art friends, Beth Radloff and Andrew Thompson. They're about to have a thoroughly unserious discussion about art. But don't worry, whether you're Da Vinci or the worst, there's room on this palette for every color. If this is your first time listening to Creatives Brainstorm, be forewarned, because once you start looking at life like an artist, there's no undo button. And I'm Andrew. And, and we're, we're your, your art, art friends. friends. It's been a while since Andrew and I have talked. It's, it's been a while. Since we've th- uh, thrown some shit up high. <laughs> That's such a good song. I meant to say shoot the shit. Yeah. And I was like, fit that into the song. But the timing is coming up and then it was too late and I just uh, said to throw the shit. <sighs> you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Get Mike in here. It's it's Mike I'm and just Andrew. Out of practice. No, don't. Ha- Mike can't paint. They don't know that. They don't, but now they do. But also, I've been low key trying to get him to to paint with me, so I can see what comes out. I want to to see his expression of the self. That would be fun. I think you should mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. And then he's gonna be real in his head about like trying to get the anatomy right and drawing mm-hmm. things from from. Uh, reference and i'll be like nah dude pick the colors you like and make a splish splash so we should do that where uh you get him to do some painting and then i'll do that that uh tiktok dog trend where you take a canvas and you put paint on it and then put it inside of a plastic bag and seal the plastic bag and then put peanut butter on it and then you get your dog to like lick it and it moves the paint around and your dog makes a painting that's a really good idea and let's not tell mike that he (laughs) is my version of that okay my husband and your dog well it's who did who did it better <laughs> it, it's really more of uh me being like well i don't live with a significant other or have a significant other so what's the closest to that cadence <laughs> today we're going to be talking about branding yeah but not in the like the helpful like here's how you pick the best font for your logo but more like what personality type would different logos be? Because that's more fun. Yeah, it's more fun. We're not here to teach you how to do good art job. We're here uh, to judge Burger King. As they should be judged. As they should be judged. <laughs> but first, Andrew, would you rather be branded a toot machine or a liar? Be branded as a toot machine or a liar? Yeah. So, like, I just fart a lot versus, like, lying. You don't have to necessarily be someone who farts a lot, but everybody knows you as a toot machine. Ah, uh, see, I feel like this is going to be one of those ones where I surprise you by having a very quick answer, and that is toot machine. And my thought, my thought process there is, like, toots are funny. Would you rather, but the real question is, would would I rather spend time around a toot machine or a liar? I mean, that's a trick question because you're in difficult. California and <gasps> I'm in Atlanta right now. Wait, what? I thought you were, I thought you were presuming that like, I'm already in California and so either everybody is already a toot machine or everybody is already a liar. 
No, I thought you were implying like, oh, do I want to be in a do do a podcast with a toot machine versus a liar? And oh, which one I would rather do a podcast with a toot machine. I don't have to mix the audio, so I don't have to take the toots out. I was gonna say I was like, Russell's probably gonna hate that. Yeah, producer Russell. It's just like, please get the. Uh, can you do something about the? <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> I'm just going to do that throughout the entire episode. Just occasionally just be like... Do it. I'm going to cut that part out so, we, like, no one knows it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll just have a little toot machine. And Daddy Gressel will be so fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. I would so definitely, good. definitely rather be a toot machine. I respect it. I would like to talk to a toot machine more than I would like to talk to a liar. Right. I spent a really long time trying to come up with a would you rather this morning uh, that had to do with branding. <laughs> and I got way too deep with it. It was like, would you rather be like you take a personality quiz? The result that you get was the artist. Would you rather have the personality description say you're somebody who lives their lives floating in the clouds, who has incredible ideas, but it's difficult to connect to on a personal level? Or would you rather be good at be an artist who is good at like it was too it was uh, annoying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Sorry, that just felt like the perfect time to do that. <laughs> Ooh, Andrew, we're we're gonna play a game. <laughs> I like games, unless this is like the saw type of games. Uh, I would never. I, I would never like put those. you in a situation where you have to put a needle through your eyeball. Don't worry. I don't like those games. Not a fan. I have pulled a bunch of corporate logos, and I'm going to show these logos to Andrew, and he and I together are going to assign the logos and the company to one through nine on the Enneagram personality circle. Yes. The Enneagram is uh, currently my favorite personality test. Like, all personality tests, uh, you know, they're they're dumb. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Andrew, they can be revealing about oneself in any given uh, moment in their lives. But at the end of the day, we contain multitudes. The human being and the human mind is complex and interesting, and in different scenarios, it's going to exhibit different behaviors. Um, and so you can be any of these things. Not... Nah. It's 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 like astrology. It's it's set in stone. It's fact. I you said you were a toot machine, not a liar. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also a Gemini, so I like to play pranks. Oh, I mean, I'm over here like, but then you say Gemini, and I'm like, yes, that makes sense, Andrew. <laughs> yes, it's true that I do really like the Enneagram quiz because every number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine mm -hmm. has associated with it. Positive and negatives that, to me, balance out in a really beautiful way. I don't think that there is any individual number that is better than any other individual number. And your personality is formed by a collection of these different things. Andrew and I, before sitting down to record this, took our own simple Enneagram quiz. Yes. And we can reveal what, what our types are. I, I did a little peek at what he had and a peek <laughs> at mine, and it make, maybe it makes sense. But let me do like a quick rundown of what these are. So number one is the reformer, described as the rational, idealistic type, principled, 
purposeful, self-controlled, and perfectionistic. Number two is the helper, caring interpersonal type, demonstrative, generous, people-pleasing, and possessive. Number three is the achiever, success-oriented, pragmatic, adaptive, excelling, driven, and image-conscious. Number four, the individualist, sensitive, withdrawn, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Number five is the investigator, the intense cerebral type, perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. Number six is the loyalist, the committed, security-oriented type, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Number seven, the enthusiast, the busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. Number eight is the challenger, the powerful, dominating type, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Number nine is the peacemaker, the easygoing, self-effacing type, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. Yes. So, hey, Andrew. Mm-hmm. The Bass Pro Shop logo. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Describe the Bass Pro Shop logo for me first. So there's a fish, which I presume is a bass, and then it, it's just like overlapping a horizontal oval, and then it says Bass Pro Shops, and it's not centered, which kind of bothers me. <laughs> and it's also like, it's not centered like horizontally or vertically, which bothers me on several levels the balance is it's a little wonky sure and also the fish is green the circle is yellow and the text is red yeah it it is definitely not the reformer because it's not a perfectionist because it would it would be centered um is this fish a people pleaser (sighs) maybe you know what i might call this number nine the peacemaker easygoing self-effacing a little bit yeah Receptive, reassuring, agreeable. Maybe it's the helper. Because I feel like with the helper, like, you know, Bass Pro Shop is there to to help you catch bass. Yeah, it's and not there fish. to center type. Yeah. And make you feel secure necessarily. So I could see it being the helper. I could see it being helper and then what'd you say, the peacemaker? Yeah. I could see those being the two main ones. Let's go with the helper. Let's put them uh, in the helper column. I also just realized that the, one of the letters doesn't have a drop shadow inside of don't it. Don't worry about it. I also noticed that, and I don't, I can't explain why. I don't want to think about the oversight. That makes me mad. Makes me so mad. I, st- I did start us off on a more challenging logo, so let's do something a little bit more easy. How about okay. this? Ooh, the Mortal Kombat dragon. The Mortal Kombat dragon. It's definitely the challenger. One hundred percent. The Mortal Kombat dragon is self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Abs- Absolutely, mostly confrontational. If pulling somebody's spine out of somebody else is not confrontational, I don't know what it is. The Apple logo, simple, clean, perfect. We're looking at the black Apple logo. It's just a silhouette with a little bite taken out of it. You said perfect. Yeah. Would you call that perfectionistic? I don't think it's perfectionistic. I feel like it it falls in that category of that the saying of like the keep it simple, stupid, where it's just like keep it like super, super like doing something very simple in design is often really difficult. And I feel like the Mm -hmm. Apple logo is that. 
because it's like this very simple thing. Well, then that would be an achiever. Yeah. A success-oriented, pragmatic type, adaptive, excelling, driven, and image conscious. I could also see it as like the investigator because it's innovative and secretive. But then there's also the individualistic because like, you know, all their ads with the Mac versus PC and like the Mac guy was always like the individual and the cool guy. So we're discovering that Apple as a brand is a pretty universal company. Like everybody can enjoy an Apple product. Everybody can see themselves reflected in the black mirror of the Apple silhouette. Yes. I know for me, I just want one of those colored iMacs very badly. They're so cool. They're so cool. Andrew and I have already talked about how I would get the yellow one and he would get the pink one. Yes. And then we would sit side by side and we would make art so good. Yeah. So colorful. We could take stock photos of us pointing at each other's monitors and laughing. Yes. We should do that. (laughs) Where are we putting it, Andrew? I'm going to say, I think the performer. Yeah, let's go with performer. Or the reformer, not the performer. Principled, purposeful, uh, self-controlled, and perfectionistic. So how about this one? <laughs> well, it took us how long? How how long have we been recording? 20 minutes. So 20 minutes in to reaffirm that we are in fact a horny podcast. Why why would you say that, Andrew? Because uh, the logo that you just pulled up was Pornhub. Would you, re- re- would you describe this logo as the enthusiast? Uh, probably. Is it spontaneous? <laughs> you don't want to play anymore. <laughs> part of me wants to say the loyalist because it's suspicious pornhub does want to take care of you pornhub is a company that like it does a lot of charitable donation stuff yeah let's do it let's put them in loyalist the loyalist okay and how about this maybe maybe if pornhub isn't the logo that you really want to talk about how how about this one (laughs) magic the gathering there you go. This is one that you know very well. I, I do. I do. There's also controversy. A few years ago, they changed the logo to this and they like made it more modern. People were like, why are they changing the magic logo? And it's like, because they want to be current. <laughs> what would this one be? The Magic the Gathering logo, it's pretty pointy. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a little, it's high fantasy. It's a little bit aggressive. It's very fantasy oriented. I wouldn't call it a friendly logo. No, it's sharp. It would definitely cut you if you tried to cuddle it. I don't know why that was the example I gave, but... It's because you want to hug the logo, Andrew. It's because you love magic. I do. I do. I kind of want to say challenger, because, you know, part of Magic the Gathering is that you are stepping into the role as a planeswalker, slinging spells and fighting other planeswalkers. And so I feel like the challenger, it's self-confident. It knows what it is. It's decisive. It's confrontational. You fight people. Yeah. Let's do it. The Challenger. Yeah. If it's right in there with Mortal Kombat. And then finally, the last one I will do. What is it going to be? Hubba Bubba. <laughs> it's Hubba Bubba. <laughs> Wrigley's Bubblegum brand. Hubba Bubba. I kind of feel like it's the Peacemaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Receptive, reassuring, agreeable. Hubba Bubba is also complacent. Get wrecked. What is gum but not a very complacent, I don't know, what you call it, a snack? Candy? What is gum? What is gum? Gum is an activity. <laughs> gum is a workout. It's a workout. <laughs>
but it's a workout that doesn't require a lot of like thought or form complacency tracks oh my god you have so many logos i love it i just zoomed out and showed andrew all 40 of my logos oh you put lincoln park in there of course you did i did i was gonna i was gonna <laughs> throw that one in there and be like haha got it uh what what would i put them under i would probably the achiever i would say lincoln park would go under lincoln achiever. park goes to the achiever yeah now we we have logo for the reformer it's apple the helper is bass pro shops the achiever is lincoln park yeah the loyalist is Pornhub. the challenger is both magic the gathering and mortal Kombat, and the peacemaker is hubbub should we should we find a logo for the individualist and the investigator and the loyalist and the enthusiast or no not the, lo- the loyalist you can't even see Pornhub. Pornhub is here Pornhub is loyal. Pornhub will be here. You don't even think about it. You can't even see it. Pornhub is there for you. <laughs> I was just about to say, it's always there for you. It's always there for you. Yeah. Yeah, so we need an individualist. So let's pick out of, out of this this here group. Nike. Just do it. Individualist. Dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. <laughs> I mean, they kind of are. Cause I like put Chanel there. Okay. The reason I, I said Nike so fast is just because, you know, they're all about the, like, uh, celebrity athletes and, and whatnot. And very, like, mm-hmm. you know, focused on, on them and their expressive. Their ads are, like, super dramatic and, and always, like, hit home. Nike's the achiever, though. You, oh, like, that's adaptive, true. Excelling, that's driven, true. and image conscious. It's all of what you just described. That's fair. I think the individualist would be, like, the secondary one for, for Nike, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say the investigator is easily the Wikipedia logo. Oh, absolutely. And then the enthusiast, the busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, versatile, distractible. TikTok. <gasps> TikTok, hands down. Hands down, TikTok. Yeah. I also tried to Google a picture of you real quick to throw under seven. <laughs> the enthusiast. <laughs> that was not my highest score on mine when I did my test. What was your highest score? My highest scores were two, one, and seven. Andrew is the helper. Yes. The reformer and the enthusiast. Conversely, for me, the last time I took this, number four and number three were my one and two. This time, number four done took a huge backseat. <laughs> and I'm now a number three and a number eight. So Ooh. I'm a achiever and a challenger. Get out of my way, I guess. <laughs> Don't get in Beth's way. She's going to beat you up. Truly. And I'm going to do it beautifully. Yes. I feel like we need to save uh, this list that we've put the logos on, like the ones that we categorized. Gotta save that for the Twitters. I I whiffed that. I feel like I, I shouldn't have like I I started with base pro shops in order to make you laugh, yeah. and it made you, it did successfully make you laugh, but it it, did. it made it difficult. Like the Bass Pro Shop one just made me realize how many things are wrong with their logo, and then I wanted to like critique it. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. I'm still fond of that logo for whatever reason. It's got Midwest vibes. Oh, to it's me. absolutely Midwest vibes. It's the it is the the epitome of the like. I asked an artist who is a friend to draw a logo for me, despite that not being <laughs> their job. The like, hey, you draw. Can you make me a logo? It's like, no, that's that's not what I do. It's not my job. It's weird because my initial business idea was to just sell 
upright bases. I told him it was the base pro shop. And he just drew me a fish. I had to change the entire store. I had to start selling fishing poles. Are you the owner of Bass Pro Shop? Um, yeah, I'm the. Hello, my name is Mr. Bass, and I'm the owner of Bass Pro Shop, which was initially <laughs> supposed to be a musician's establishment. And because the logo got different, now I sell things to grab fish out the water. I ain't never caught a fish in my life, and I don't know what drop shadow means. <laughs> Clearly. That was ra that was rather rude. <laughs> it's fine. You'll it's get a rather over rude it. Thing to say, young man. Oh, you're a sass. What are you on the anagram? An, an eight. <laughs> you're a real bitch. <laughs> yep, that's that's me. That's definitely me. That's that's how people would describe me all the time. <laughs> that's me, the owner of Hubba Bubba, <laughs> Mister Wrigley. I love that it's called Hubba Bubba. What a good set of words. It is. 10 out of 10 branding for bubblegum. Yeah. Which is already fun. Bubblegum? What a delightful uh, uh, bubbly thing to come out of one's mouth. Yeah. And then you add more bees to that, Hubba Bubba? <laughs> Can I get a dog and name him Hubba Bubba? <laughs> Please do. That would be great. I love dogs with like funny names like that. Like I, I knew somebody in college who had a dog that they named Batman. Yes! And so they'd just be like, Batman! And the dog, it was this little black lab, and it would just, like, come running into the room. Batman, drop it! Yeah. Batman, no! Batman! Batman, stop drinking out of the toilet! Yeah. Uh, Batman peed on the carpet again. Batman peed on the carpet again! <laughs> I think we gotta put Batman down. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, there are too many movies. It's been a couple weeks since we've talked about the artist newsletter yes. that Andrew and I get. We've gotten quite a few of them. Yeah. Uh, I know people are going to ask how to get on the secret artist newsletter. And I'm here to say that, frankly, it's it's different for everyone. Andrew's initials are art, so he was born with a subscription. But in my case, uh, an art teacher told me that I had a gift. And then when I opened the gift, it was a QR code that I scanned and then it automatically signed me up. And what, what age were you when you got that, that gift with that QR code? It's hard to remember. I feel like I was about uh, six. Mm. Younger than I was making decisions about my future, you know? Uh, Before I knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. Yeah, uh, okay. The adults were like, here you go. This is Here's the subscription. Nice. You're different from... You're not like other girls. You're built different. <laughs> so welcome to the segment I would like to call What They're Not Telling You, wherein Andrew and I read from our very real artist-only newsletter... And debunk all that wishwash about how anyone can be an artist with hard work. Because actually, you were right. And it is a magic that only the special few are granted. This week, the newsletter included a link to a personality quiz. And we all know that part of being an artist is being in tune with yourself. Yes. To know yourself can amplify your creative voice. And so Andrew is going to take this quiz, which is called, Which Dumb Bitch Artist Are You? All of them. The best part about this quiz is that it says quiz introduction, and it says Van Gogh is not included in this quiz because Van Gogh was smart. And it's also created by somebody with the account name Kafka's Persona, which is just fantastic. Aces. Yes. One of the best screen names I think I have ever seen. Oh, fan it's, it's great. It's fantastic. All right. Question number one. 
Okay. If you were in a bad coming-of-age movie, which character would you be, Andrew? Ooh. The ADIQ romantic interest? The best friend who's infinitely more interesting than the protagonist? The protagonist who should know better, but they can't because they're badly written? Or the friend who literally does whatever they want? Ooh. I'm leaning toward, like, hmm. If I were in a bad coming-of-age movie, which character would I be? Andrew, are you a himbo? Probably. Are you double bubba? <laughs> with with uh my my bubbly personality, I think I'd probably end up being the yeah the ADIQ romantic interest. I would be Bolin. That's the most fun choice. It is. So the next one is which of these artists would you beat up? <laughs> Pablo Picasso, Damien Hirst, Jackson Pollock, or Banksy. This is an easy one, and y'all are going to learn a bit about me. I hate Jackson Pollock. I hate. Ooh. I hate. I don't like it. I don't like his Knock stuff. Knock him out. Um, a teacher of mine in high school used to be a big Jackson Pollock fan, and he had a, a poster of Pollock, and it said, anyone can do this, so why not me? And I fucking hated that, because I was like, you're, you're admitting that anybody could do the thing that you do, but it's just you doing it. Get him. Push this old man down. I also don't think I could actually beat any of them up. I mean, Pollock was uh, uh, an alcoholic, so maybe he has that, like, drunk... God, what what does Rock Lee do? And there's there's an episode of Naruto where Rock Lee, like, does this, the like... drunken master Yeah, technique? the drunken master technique and, like, owns this dude. Like, I feel like that would be Jackson Pollock. If Jackson Pollock can fight like Rock Lee, I think that you uh, are choosing the wrong man to beat up <laughs> i will watch andrew are you the villain <gasps> you caught me oh <laughs> that was so cute uh i'm the morally gray character fuck <laughs> <laughs> no i'm the hero um or just because i'm passionate about the things i'm obsessed with doesn't mean i'm <laughs> <laughs> I think that one might be mine. <laughs> like, there's part of me that there's like a little bit of chaos in me that wants to just say yes. But I don't think it's that. I think it's just because I'm passionate about the things I'm obsessed with doesn't mean I'm the villain. Just remember that, listeners, when I talk about Magic the Gathering or Lincoln Park. <laughs> Horror or romance, good or bad ending. As a single person, I feel like I can't pick romance with good ending. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it, Andrew. You deserve a romance with a good ending. I mean, that's fair, but... What's holding you back? I don't know. Because you're single? <laughs> because a good ending means a hand job? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not... I don't like... I don't like scary movies, so I don't think I could pick horror. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll say romance with a good ending. We'll do that. Yay! Because I'm going to be positive. Next. What's your aesthetic? The smell of the sea, stormy skies, oil paint, tea house, handwritten letters when it rains in August? Is it scrolls, marble buildings, national theater, velvet furniture, dusty shelves with leather books? Is it suppressed love, nightclub bedroom, the airport indie art gallery, the smell of city streets, or is it? <laughs> yeah, I feel like all of these are way too dramatic for me, so I kind of lean towards that last one. You gonna go with? Yeah, the. Okay. 
So the artist newsletter feels that it is important for you to recognize within yourself what your result is, which is Egon Sheila. His result is the horniest result. Awkward hand syndrome personified. Literally the horniest bitch ever, but definitely did not sleep with Gustav Klimt. Died at 28 because of course he did. Look inside yourself, Andrew. I'm older than 28. I'm almost 31. Then that is what you were supposed to recognize through this mm. whole experience. What have you learned about yourself? Uh, that I'm three years past my... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe <laughs> from the newsletter. <laughs> we encourage you all to take the, uh, the, the, the quiz to find out what... What was the title of it again? Which dumb bitch artist are you? That's the name. Well, I mean, ultimately, I don't think that you need to take the quiz to know which dumb bitch artist you are, because it's you. It is me. And it's me. We're all dumb bitch artists. And we're still alive. So we can keep on dumb bitching. I'm Beth, and you know that. But what you might not know is that I'm a Denic Notebook ambassador. So why? Well, back in 2018, my tax man told me I needed a planner, so I just went into an Office Depot and grabbed a cute one. It was made by a company called Denic, and that started one of the most long-term relationships of my life, because I liked that planner so much, I went ahead and bought five of their Stay Flat Notebooks. I signed up for their ambassador program because I was already telling people to buy them. No one asked me to make this ad. I had to look up what they're called, but I just love the classic lay-flat notebooks. They have a Smithsone binding so their spines look tidy on a shelf, they're the perfect A5 size, and most importantly, they do indeed lay flat on your desk regardless of what page you're turned to. I've never had to fight these to get them to stop creeping closed while I'm writing. And Denik works with and pays a wide range of artists to create illustrations for their velvety soft covers. So, if you're in need of a notebook, planner, or even sketchbooks, head over to denik.com, that's D-E-N-I-K.com, and enter code BRAD, B-E-R-A-D, at checkout for 15% off your order. That's denik.com, find your favorite thing there, and then enter code BRAD at checkout for 15% off your order. Thanks! Back to the show. Hey, Beth. Yes, Andrew? Can we talk about color? I have been waiting for this all day. Yes. When we were talking about, you know, this episode and doing the, like, personality quiz um, thing... You inspired me, and I figured there was probably a personality quiz out there that was related to color hmm. and told you probably what color you are. Um, and I was correct. There are multiple quizzes, but the one we're going to focus on today is, and the one that you're going to do, is hmm. one that is apparently a TikTok trend or was when I first found it. You answer 12 questions, and it will tell you what color you are. It comes from a South Korean company called Withsome. Okay. And is apparently related to a personality profiling system from the 1970s called True Colors by Don Lowry. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to find out what color you are. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm going to open up the link for the viral color personality test right now. Okay. Should I open the link as well or? Uh, sure. Okay. We should probably do this the same way that we just did the last one where like I do it alongside of you and I just click, you know, the things that you click. What am I to my first time friends? Okay. And your options are most of the time the other friend speaks to you first. Or I speak to others first. Oh, I gotta be real, huh? Nope. This isn't just like, who do you want to punch? That's how Beth greets people. She just punches them in the face. I, that's not an option. Most of the time, the other friend speaks to you first. I speak to others first. You know what? I wish I was someone who spoke to others first, but I'm low-key real nervous to be the first one in. I need to come with a buddy. The buddy needs to introduce me. And then I feel, like, connected and comfortable. So we're going to go most of the time the other friend speaks to you first. Okay. What do I do during the weekend? I enjoy meeting people. I don't hate being alone. Both of these are true. But you know what? I'm going to be informed by COVID and say I enjoy meeting people. I want to get out there. That's, that's good. Okay. Next one is what do I do when playing with my friends? I like the chatty and exciting atmosphere, or I like to have small conversations with a small number of friends. Small conversations with a small number of friends. I'm 5'2". It all fits. Yes. What do I think more important? No present. No future. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> or no preparation for the future. No progress. What? <laughs> no. What? Oh, this one didn't translate that right. No present, no future. So only past? <laughs> only past. Uh, or you death? Just, you just have to relive your most uh, embarrassing life choices over and over again. I don't, that, that's obviously that not the one I want to you did in middle pick. school never, never stops. You just keep reliving it over and oh, over My friend Jason's over. foot in my mouth? No, thank you. No preparation for the future, no progress. I feel like there needs did did that actually happen? We're 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 not talking the foot in the mouth. What? No present, no future. <laughs> Is that what you're choosing? I don't know. Is that death? Do I think death is more important? Because no preparation for the future, no progress. That's important. That's an important thing to know. Yeah. Maybe that one. I'm gonna do that one because the other one. So no it's preparation about sucking for my the buddy's future. Foot. No. So let's keep going. What do I do when working is the next one. It's um, good to go on your own way. Or yeah. it is good to follow what others do. Let's go on our own way. What are the others say to me? This, I love your segments. <laughs> they often say that I am creative and unique. They often say that I am persistent and patient. Creative and unique. Next one. What if I have to refuse? Okay. I strongly say I can't do it. Or I tend to accept most of what they ask after a little hesitation. No, I strongly say I can't do it. Yes. Uh, what if I am angry? I speak what logically if? and are you? I have a lot to say, but I am so angry that I start to tear up. Oh, I speak logically and argue. There's certainly uh, nothing wrong with the way that I think, well the cortisol is coasting through my brain yeah uh 
My friend talks about his his worries. Seems to me it's it's, it's fault. Uh, then what what is my response? Oh, Andrew's stressed. He tells me, man, there's a hole in my wall and I punched it. What a dumb wall. And I'm over here like, but you punched it. You so you're gonna, you put your hand in the wall. So you're going to tell your friend that it's their fault? Wait, I got to read the answers. I came up with a scenario, but I don't know what my options are within <laughs> it. Saying it directly may hurt his mind. I will tell him beating around the bush. Or tell the friend it is his fault. I do consider other people's feelings. Yeah. I will tell you, but I will do it in the absolute best way that I understand there to be. So I will beat around the bush. Okay. I'll okay, be like, the man, next... the, there's some bruises on your hand there, huh? You might want to get that taken care of. Punch so many walls, just like Andy Bernard from The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next question is when when do I do when preparing the supplies? When do I do <laughs> when preparing the supplies? I read uh, a lot of fan translated manga, so like I get it. The first option is prepare in advance a day before. Or I will prepare them tomorrow, but I frequently forget and leave behind. That's a hundred percent. I will prepare them tomorrow and I frequently forget and leave behind. This is my biggest weakness. In my entire life, and I really wonder what color it is. Yeah. I'm very excited to find out what color you are. I, yeah. I do want to speculate on what color you are before we see the results. Okay. Um, But one more question first. So after school, I want go home and study, but my friends catch me up to play. Then question mark. First option is it wasn't in the plan. Very embarrassing. <laughs> or okay after all life doesn't go as planned let's play Ooh, when i was younger it wasn't in the plan very embarrassing yeah i'm older and now life doesn't go as planned so let's play i'll stay out until three in the morning at a bar irresponsibly and then wake up and go to work i'll do it what because nice. when is my next opportunity to do that if that's what we're always doing every day I, i'll stop doing that but sometimes yeah. It's the special, the special magic is in the air. Okay. So before I click this, I'm going to try to guess. I mean, I know you're branding and your branding is like a yellow orange. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get away from that when I've been just forcing it down everyone's throats. Right? How dare you? Um, uh. It's almost like your branding works. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like a mustard color, like, like not like straight up regular mustard, but like a fancy mustard. Can I ask you how these answers have uh, driven you to decide that I am a fancy mustard? No. <laughs> I think I would be the most surprised if my color ended up being like a purple, because I don't like purples. I like using purples fine in work, but... And you like purple. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, bam. Oh, I'm nervous. It's thinking. It's spinning. It's thinking. Oh, you're cerulean? I got warm flame, dude. Oh, that's different. I was <laughs> putting in the same answers as you. Oh, no. <laughs> Did we just discover that this test isn't accurate? <laughs> <laughs> so what does yours say? What? Mine's warm flame. 
refund expedition going my own way without any help. Maybe I clicked something different from you. I thought I clicked all the same ones as you. That's really <laughs> weird. Okay. Well, mine says, what is your personality? I feel the most comfortable to go around alone and have a strong sense of independence. I play well when going outside. Am I a dog? But I like being at home, too. If he treats me well, I return it to him twice. Am I a dog? But if I find that he doesn't, that then that that is the moment to say bye-bye. I make a clear cut between things I like and I don't like, and I don't hesitate to express my mind, so I'm not interested in what they think of me or what other people do. I'm easily doing self-rationalization and giving up something. That's the end of that sentence. So even if I fight, I get rid of it right away. I hardly get stressed. And because I live the way I want to, I have a lot of interest in everything. But I give up quickly due to lack of support and concentration. Ah, uh, that one's true. But I have a good hand craftsmanship and is good at everything. Sick. Nice. My Mine, since it's, you know, this blue color, says that I am quiet and calm, but I talk a lot about what I am interested in. It's difficult to express emotionally, so it's hard to understand me until I get close to each other. I don't talk much, but I am very sensitive. I really like books, but it's annoying to read, so I just write a list. This is so different. Yeah, I know, right? It's so different. There, there must have been one that I answered differently than you. I want to take this really quick again and try to answer everything the same way. I am back. I so you left to take care of something and while you were gone mm -hmm. I took it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight <laughs> times. Yeah. And here's my data. Yeah. Out of the eight times, five of the eight I got warm flame. Okay. The other three, like you, I got cerulean. Hmm. I also got navy feony and quartz. Okay. So I've got two suspicions here. Uh, yeah. Number one, this is this is fun baloney, and what you say and what you get don't correlate. Yeah. Or number two, which is possible, I always score right in the middle on personality quizzes. Mm -hmm. I I keep answering questions contradictory to other questions, and it ends up putting me like dead center in the spectrums. Yeah. It's possible mm. that uh, there's a couple of these these colors that i have are very I have close together unlocked that are very close together because my answers might be contradictory in nature yeah and so it's just rolling a randomizer die for four of them that's fun but five of them were warm flame i think when i took it out of curiosity i think i got warm flame you got warm flame like, too because it's kind of like a a rusty like orange like a kind yeah. of muted orange tone yeah you're like a spicy mustard a spicy mustard spicy I'm brown like mustard is that's that's you chipotle mayo it's wild to me that there's a be careful segment here it says please don't touch me because i have the thought of quote i know how to manage my facial expressions but i know how to show off what i hate what <laughs> 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 what is that random concoction of words that you just said at me? Be careful, dude. Don't touch me, because I can make my face look like I hate you. 
Mm. <laughs> I suppose that's true. That's so weird. I'm a, I'm a achiever, a challenger, and a warm flame. Oh, this is cute. Matching well with this kind of person. I like people who act more than talking with words. Fuck this, then. A warm flame can't have a podcast. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is this where we end? A person who <laughs> empathizes well and keeps paying attention to me. A person who communicates with me well and has a good appearance in my style. Everyone loves pretty and handsome guys. I like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, be careful because I have a lot of emotional ups and downs so you can see all of my mood swings. So do I. <laughs> Gemini! And Libra! Uh-oh! <laughs> I actually don't know anything about Libras. What, 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 uh, what's your thing? I'm to scale. I'm all about balance. Yeah. If you're quiet, I'm loud. If you're loud, I'm quiet. If you're oh, outgoing, okay. I'm introverted. If you're pretty, I'm show up stinky <laughs> so in a way this is a perfect mesh because when i am quiet when i am the quiet side of gemini you'll mm -hmm. be loud and then when i'm mm -hmm. louder on the louder side of gemini you'll be quiet exactly perfect balance gemini libra gemini libra get in my cups <laughs> put each of your twins into my cups <laughs> My feet are really cold. I went and walked out into the snow and I was like, wow, my bare feet so cold in the snow. Sucks. <laughs> why Why you got snow in California? Bitch. Why not you're put, supposed to go, put shoes on? Why don't you put... There you go. Why don't you put shoes on? Why didn't I think of that? Why do you have snow in California? Your <laughs> face better turn red, you dork. <laughs> you gotta help me. You gotta help me. You know I'm a warm flame. <laughs> You know I'm a warm flame, and a person who communicates with me will and have a good appearance is in my style. I'm the color of a warm flame right now because I fucking forgot about the setup. <laughs> oh my god. And then, oh. like, halfway through it, I realized what I was supposed to do, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. Well, it's okay. My why didn't I think of that? Oh, I'm sorry. Welcome to my favorite segment where both of us share something that we saw this week that made us say, why didn't I think of that? And mine's simple. I thought this was very cute. Andrew, <laughs> what do you see? It is the word food, and it is the two O's are spelled with a cat's eyes. And it's very cute. And I feel like I saw you retweet this because I've seen this image recently. I'm so mad at Twitter because I want to delete this app really, really badly. But yeah. I also love this segment and all of my why didn't I think of that come from funny things I see on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you're, you know, using it in moderation and not like... I'm not, though. Do you have it on your phone? No. Okay. I so don't. You, you're living the life that I am right now where it's like on my computer only. Yeah, it's on my computer only. And I even have an app called Cold Turkey which I turn on so that I can't click on Twitter. It's a full-on addiction. It's an actual problem. And the moment that I'm like, let me go ahead and quit this demon app, I see Food Cat. Yeah. And I love Food Cat. Food Cat is pretty good. 7% of the time on Twitter, what I see is spectacular. Yeah. And all of the other number, 
What would that be? 93? Yes. Math. It's just anger fuel. That's that's fair. I feel like anytime you hit the explore section. I, I have that block too. I, I have such a problem that I have two extensions on Twitter that make it so that I cannot see trending hashtags or the explore section or anything but my notifications in my immediate timeline. And it's still too much for me. It's still an unhealthy hey. addiction. Huh. That's interesting. Maybe you need to mute certain words. I do that too! Huh. I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm all I out of options. I know what to tell me, and it's that I need to delete Twitter. But just now, I gave myself a good idea. Why did I think of that? What did I call Twitter? Anger fuel? Yes. It's like a... It's like the Gatorade that makes you mad. Game fuel, but angry. Gatorade. Sponsored by Vegeta. <laughs> what other cranky old characters can I think of? The old dude from Uncharted. Sully? Sully? Sully. Yeah, Sully. Sully. That guy. I'll put him on the bottle. Like He'll be like, don't, you, don't use Twitter. Uh-huh. Perfect Sully impression. Uh-huh. <laughs> my why didn't i think that came from tiktok because like you i too have an addiction but to a different app and so i just i just save videos anytime i come across a really funny one or something that i think is unique and funny and creative and there was one that i wish i had found when i first got cadence because mm -hmm. it's this guy who he's like you don't have to use the expected dog commands when you teach your dog different commands. So you don't have to sit doesn't have to be sit. You can do different things or shake doesn't have to be shake. And then they show the dog and the guy says karate and the dog shakes. And I, I, God damn it. I wish I'd seen that when I got cadence <laughs> because she would have all sorts of weird commands. If I had thought about a little that ninja chop. Yeah, his little karate chop. Well, funk with his paw. Instead of telling your dog to sit, you can say, hide the butt. Hide that butt. What would lay down be? Quitting time. Closing time. Uh, Closing time. My, 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 first, my first gut instinct was to say, let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Cadence, let the bodies hit the floor. But I have to do it in that, like, let the bodies hit the floor. You can only do it one time because when you're commanding dogs, oh, you have to keep it simple, right? That's But you're going to want so badly to say it three times with a scream yeah. at the end. Ooh, would it be stop, drop? What about stop, drop, and roll? Cadence, there's a fire. And then she just rolls. There you go. Yep. But I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't recommend yelling fire at your dog. Probably not. Someone Especially in the around people. going to be like, what? Mm-hmm. I just fired my dog. That's all. I just she's fired no longer, my cadence. She's no longer You're employed fired. here. <laughs> Instead of saying get fired. Yeah. You're fired. Um, Time to pack your bags, Cadence. You're fired. And then she just like yeah. leaves. You head down and just like waddles out. <laughs> I, I'll do so, that one. Eventually I will get a dog. And now I have your dog this. Hubba Bubba. My dog Hubba Bubba, who I will fire on the daily when he's bothering me. <laughs> yes. Hubba Bubba, stop. Stop being a toot machine in my room. You're fired. My mom did this with our dog. Um, she would tell him to sit pretty, and he would sit up on his back feet Aww. with his paws in the air. 
uh, and then she would do bang, and he would fall and be play dead. And then the release word for bang was hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord, he's risen. I've never had a dog that knew the like bang command to like yeah like play dead. How do you teach a dog that? I'm all about it. I love training dogs. When I have a dog of my own, she or he is just going to be like the most the most impressive dog what what part of the personality is that the perfectionist what what you're showing your number what is it number oriented pragmatic type adaptive excelling driven and image conscious is that number eight number eight is the powerful dominating type self-confident decisive willful and confrontational i mean you did just say that you're gonna have have the the most impressive dog dog. That's that's definitely the number eight, your number eight showing. Oh my god. I hate I can see myself and I don't like it. See, I'm I'm the dog owner that I feel like I can go half the day and cadence I won't talk to cadence at all. And then I'll just like look at her and be like, How you doing? She'll just be like chill and like happy and then she'll come over to me and get some pets and then we'll go outside and she'll go back to sleep. Aw. Yeah, that's very two of you. At the end of each episode, we like to recommend an artist that one or both of us have been digging lately. They could be famous, underground, dead, or seven years old. If they made something rad, we respect it. And I'm here to tell you about Carolyn Wong, otherwise known as Ciroro online. She's a friend of mine from Twitch. Uh, She used to be an elementary school teacher, and then she was like, you know what I want to do? Be an artist? And later in life, just like learned just learned how to paint not only does she run her own art print business but she is also starting something called hand to home mm-hmm. which is a marketplace for artists who make one-of-a-kind home goods mm. and uh pieces of art and jewelry you name it it's all about owning things that are uh special and specifically yours because there isn't anything else that exists in replication of the thing that you own Nice. It's sweet. It's lovely. It's like a big, warm, cozy hug. And Ciroro's art herself is is very like nature driven and did, yeah. calm environments, landscapes that are just like paintings that make you smile. Yeah. No, I was looking at the their, her landscapes, and yeah, they're gorgeous, and they just are feel so like warm and welcoming. It's mm-hmm. like it's like going on a little hike. And you're just like, oh, look, I'm going to stop here with my little my little backpack and I'm going to, you know, enjoy this babbling brook. That's what her art feels like. Also, really nice colors. I really like the purples and the greens in this one. That's like this big old tree in the center. Mm-hmm. But she balances like reddish purples with greens really well. I also like the name Ciroro. Ciroro, yeah. That's great. Like it's oh, it's so memorable. <laughs> it makes me think of your radshop dot cool. Like it it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna have C Roro stuck in my head forever and I'm never gonna like forget <laughs> Maybe it. Maybe that's why we get along. Maybe one day we'll have yeah. her on. That would be cool. That would be cool. She's yeah, a joy. Well, we have guests one day. Yeah. Uh we're still a baby podcast recording these beginning episodes in a bubble, but we want notifications. So tweet at us at your art friends. Or email us at yourartfriendspod at gmail.com. We want to bring you into the show because friendship is a two-way street. So come find us on Twitter Boulevard, baby! 
You can find me at BethyRad online everywhere but Twitter, probably. I don't want it anymore. Instagram. I, I'm going to replace <laughs> Twitter with TikTok. That's the idea. There so eventually go. it will be Join Twitch, me. YouTube, TikTok, Join me. And, and Instagram. Instagram's the next to go because it can eat my yeah. whole asshole. Uh, I'm also on Patreon, Beth B. Rad, Woo! and I have another podcast called D and D and D Dinner in Dungeons oh, and Dragons, cool. where I play Margarine Sticks, old halfling who just wants to um, feed you candy and, and find my soulmate. D and D and D is great. I I am a huge fan, as <laughs> you all will surely find out through the course of this podcast. Yeah, and if you do listen to D&D, &D &D, if you heard the ad for your art friends, just know that it blew my fucking mind when I was listening to the episode <laughs> and heard my own voice. It's so cool. But yeah, you can find me at Schmandrew Art on pretty much everything. Um, I'm not super active on Instagram right now. Uh, hopefully I will be soon again. Uh, I'm somewhat active on Twitter and TikTok. Um I also have a Patreon where you can read my comic that I'm working on. It's real fun. It's about depression. Uh, there's sounds, 20 pages of sounds it. Sounds so fun. It's so much fun. It's, it's just, beautiful, though. It's genuinely... That's one of the most aesthetically beautiful comics I've ever seen. Thanks. I just finished up uh, the most recent two pages. I really enjoyed them. I kind of fell back in love with it because for a while I got a little burnt out, especially with trying mm -hmm. to do the comic on top of, like, freelance stuff and and yeah. teaching and so i kind of fell behind and i was kind of dreading it and didn't want to work on it and then with this most recent page i kind of like fell back in love with it again so that was really fun um and by the time this episode comes out i will probably have a new pin for my pin club so if you like enamel pins and you want a free pin uh definitely check out my patreon pin club it, it starts at 10 bucks so it's not really a free pin well, yeah, it's not. but you get it cheaper than if you were to just buy it because I sell the pins for $15. But if you go through the pin club, it's only $10 and you get free shipping and you also get all the other Patreon rewards of the comic. There you go. That's huge. behind the scenes. You get cute dog photos every so often. I actually get to uh, dress Cadence up every time I do a new pin and then I put the pin on her and take do a photo shoot of her wearing the pin. And then all the Patreon pin club members uh, that redeem their pin, they get a little three by three square print of Cadence wearing that pin. And I only send those out to patrons. It's so cute. Well, we've come to the end of the podcast. Ah, uh, yes. The end of the podcast that we have come to. <laughs> this one's unhinged. Sometimes we were serious, and sometimes it was just Tom Foolery. Shout out to famed 16th century court jester, Tom Fool. That's just what you get when two friends who met because of a shared love of making things in a bare ass hangout together. Yep. This episode was a little bit more unhinged than normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's the vacation Andrew vibe. Your Art Friends is a Moorpark Media production. Our music is by Andrew Smith. You can listen to his music on Spotify and iTunes under the name Makeshift Radio. 